This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, I'm with you talking NBA with Ali Cosell from thebirdrights.com. And last time Ali and I were together, we were cracking snow crabs and lobster tails with drawn butter, shaved prime rib in the Bet Rivers uh, Champions Club down at the uh, playoff games. Ali, good to see you. Good to see you, too. And this seems like, what, three, four months ago? It seems like a while ago. I know it does. It does, man. Um, Boston uh, now down uh, 3-2 in this series. When they stole game one with that hot shooting in the fourth quarter from three-point range, Marcus Smart and Al Horford, well, it looked like they gained control of the series. And, uh, boy, but things changed in that game four when Steph Curry carried the team on his back. And Boston just, again, showed that lack of killer instinct, uh, maybe that lack of maturity to kind of follow up a big win with another quality performance, and now they're fighting for their lives down 3-2 to, to tonight uh, in Boston. Yeah, I'll be honest. When Boston went up 2-1, to one, I thought they were in the driver's seat of the series. Uh, they won, you know, game one and game three without Jason Tatum really playing his best ball. And they, they really had a lot of role players, as you just mentioned, some of their names step up. It's been just the opposite now in these last two games. And what's really killing them is the turnovers, right, Jimmy? It seems like whenever this team has 15 or more turnovers, it's a sure loss for them. And unfortunately, they can't make up their offense kind of like Golden State does, right? They fly down the court, hit the threes, and that's been the other problem. Boston's not hitting their threes, and Tatum, he hasn't played on that level of Steph Curry. So they've got a slew of problems, and now their backs are against the walls, against a team, right, especially against their stars that has been there before and won three championships. And uh, and how about this at Bet Rivers now? Steph Curry is a bigger favorite at minus three eighty five to win the MVP than Golden State is to win the title at minus three seventy five. So uh, that is uh, interesting in itself. But Golden State also has shown a lack of a killer instinct, and maybe it's just kind of playing with fire. Maybe it's just the lack of fear uh, or respect for their opponent. Because what was that? It was game. Game five in Memphis and game four in Dallas completely punted on the games and it just got smoked by combined, what, 70 points or whatever it was. That Memphis Grizzly game sticks out in my mind very well. They didn't play well that series, I thought, for the most part. And that's why I honestly had picked somebody from the East to win the championship a while ago. But they've kind of sharpened up a bit, but you're right. I'm not sure if it's the fact that they lack a killer instinct, it's the fact that one, they're rusty. Two, Clay is not that Clay Thompson he was before his injury. And Draymond Green, he's looking older, Jimmy. You know, he, he's just not having that same impact he used to have in games. So when you put all those factors together and then you're relying on these new guys like a Jordan Poole, 
um, whoever else, you know, hasn't really been there like an auto porter for Steve Kerr, you're going to run in, I think, of these problems. So that's why I think Steph has kind of put more on his shoulders. He's run so many pick and rolls. Their offense looks different to me, and I think that's been part of the reason. He can score. He's on a good streak, and they don't really have what they've had in the past, right, that that flow and that fluidity of, from the rest of the guys. So, yeah, I mean, it says one thing or another, but either way, they've got that opportunity now to close out the series. And Steph Curry, he's easily been the best player in the series. And I fully expect he went 0 for 9 from 3 in the last game. I think he's going to come out and probably score 40 points and hit at least six, seven threes. Interesting for for the player props uh, and things like that, and yeah, I would I would think so, and that's what really concerns me with the Celtics now, uh, not just the obvious being down three two, but I mean they they lose by double digits with Curry going over nine from three point range. Now these role players at home have produced, and it's through the entire playoffs. The role players have performed way a way higher level when they're energized and more comfortable at home than playing on the road in a hostile environment and all of the. And Curry carried him in game four in the road. They carried Curry uh, in game five uh, at home uh, in San Francisco. What do you make of this, Ollie? Um, all five, five for five. If Golden State wins, the game goes under. Boston has won, the game has gone over. So the two games Boston won, the over as well. Three games that Golden State has won, under. Maybe the Sports Center generation where a lot of people just watch the highlights of YouTube and just watch snippets and we see Steph Curry and the offensive highlights over and over, but they've been way better in the half court than the Boston Celtics. Yeah, and it comes down to what I said earlier. It's a lack of uh, execution for Boston for me. When they get stuck in that half court, it's Tatum or Brown. Jalen Brown's trying to initiate the offense and Golden State's played such good defense that they've got two guys. At some point, they're meeting those two Boston stars somewhere, and it's forcing a turnover. I mean, Jalen Brown especially. How many times did he try to split defenders, and he's lost the ball? It seems like it's happened five, six times almost every game, Jimmy. So, yeah, with Boston, if they're not flying up and down the court, forcing turnovers on Golden State's end, they have to run the half court. And like I said, Golden State is so sharp defensively right now. Boston is not executing. I think that's kind of led to the results that you just mentioned. Uh, yeah, and there's no doubt. And both of those guys with a little length, the, the, the scouting report is they're doubling on the dribble, and, man, it's, they're just taking, a, taking advantage of their lack of ball handling skills. I mean, they are just – it is just turnover after turnover after turnover. Um, Jason Tatum, I guess we were ready to anoint him the next superstar because he was the best player on what a lot of people thought was the best team. Certainly, the, the path in the East is much tougher than Golden State had in the West. And we start with the Nets, and they took care of them. And a lot of people had the Nets as one of the favorites uh, in the East. Milwaukee, the champs. Miami, the number one seed. And Tatum. But the other thing is, Tatum is, what, top three now in most minutes ever for a season? And it just kind of looks like he is just worn down. Do you agree, Ollie? Yeah, I just heard that stat the other day where he's played over a thousand minutes just in the playoffs alone. Oh, you got to think that. If, I, I know he's young, and physically he may not be that tired, but mentally, I guarantee you he is. I mean, think of all the wars that he's had to go through. Just this season alone, Boston started off terribly, where there was talk that he and Jalen Brown don't fit, that the Boston Celtics right. need to be blown up, going in a different direction. Then he played really well from January on. But then, of course, they had that tough, I think, arduous journey through the playoffs to get to this point. You know, having to go against the world champion Bucks, I thought that was a tough series for them. But Miami, you, you know you're fighting every game you play every single minute against uh, Pat Riley, Eric Spolstra's team. And I think it's worn down on them immensely. And I even forgot to mention Kevin Durant in the first round in the Nets. 
So Tatum's been in the spotlight consistently, and he's had to carry this team because, as we just mentioned, they don't have a traditional point guard. They don't have somebody that can honestly create for their offense like Tatum can. So he's been carrying that weight on his shoulders for far too long, and I think those minutes are catching up with him for sure. Boston tonight is 4-2-10. and two ten. The thing that comes to mind is Golden State won game five by double digits without Steph Curry hitting a three-pointer. I, I don't know how much fear they have of Boston going to a game seven. I've seen them sort of exhale in this spot before. Boston's back home. Uh, you know, what a day to be in Boston. Huh? You can go to U.S. Open, you go to Red Sox game, you go to Celtics game all in one day. But I, I want to uh, fire on Boston. I, I like them tonight in this spot. And I like Golden State in game seven uh, if they do take care of uh, business tonight uh, after this back and forth all over the place, winning more games on the road than they won at home and stuff like that. Uh, after game four, I thought it might be where the home team held serve. But, boy, some of the things, all the things we talk about, Tatum wearing down in this and just the adjustments by Kerr, he's, he's done a good job. And one thing uh, with his brief absence, we learned to uh, uh, be a little bit more appreciative uh, of the job that he does. But uh, Boston, I like Boston minus the four with a little – a little hesitation tonight. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm in that same boat. I think if Boston's truly tired, Golden State could win tonight, especially if Curry goes out and has 40-plus, something along those lines. That means Boston's going to have to score about 100 and 110, and that's been an issue for them. But if they can muster up that energy, being in front of the home crowd, you've got to think guys like Marcus Smart, others in that locker room, they're going to get that team up. They don't want to go out of these right. playoffs right on their home court. So I'm with you. If I had to bet on one team, I think Boston edges them out, yeah. Maybe even in the first half as well. Uh, Boston is minus three uh, in the first half. How about the uh, Andrew Wiggins uh, du- double, uh, double doubles? It was nine to one three, uh, a couple of games ago. It went down to uh, four, plus, plus 450. Now it's plus 175. Well, if he's shooting 18 times a game, he's getting a lot of rebounds. What, 29 combined rebounds the last two? This is a guy that we're, they were rigging for Wiggins uh, at, at one point. And, man, he's uh, – He's one of those role players that's really stepped dolly for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Jimmy, wouldn't you say he's probably been Golden State's second best player in this yes, series? Yes, no doubt. Um, yeah, easily, no doubt. right? And maybe even yeah. Kevon Looney's your third guy. But, yeah, going back to Wiggins, he's finally meeting that talent to where, you know, we, we saw him in Minnesota, what he did. He was just a volume scorer, didn't care defensively. That's why one of the reasons why Jimmy Butler wanted out of there. But then he went to the Warriors, and he didn't – it took him a while, right, to change his stripes. I know that – he was in there fighting with Draymond Green a little bit and several others for him to be focused. I think that was the biggest problem for him, just to get focused and do what and play to his strengths. And he slowly – it was a slow evolution. I didn't think he'd get there, but, boy, has he really come around. This first start of this season, he was there. That's why he ended that all-star bid, even though a lot of people said no. He played really well at the first half of the season, but then in these playoffs, it's been every series he's increased his level of performance to where he's he's a legitimate two-way player, and I would rank yes. him one of the best two-way players in the league, right? He has absolutely upset Tatum like nobody else in this playoff series so far. Made it he, hard for him, everything. And then he, you mentioned the glass and the shooting. He's done it all. He works on that shot, and it's it's lights out. And then you'll see why uh, he was so highly thought of uh, coming out of Kansas. Marcus Smart is another interesting player uh, prop. He uh, 15 and a half points tonight. Uh, he's going f- over four of those five. You mentioned that him, you know, he's going to go down swinging uh, as well. And that's the thing. I think uh, Boston will, 
I, I know they're going to play hard. Will they wear down? But I like uh, I would split up my bet. Celtics in the first half minus three, and then Boston uh, uh, minus four for the game. And if it goes to Golden State, I'll be on Golden State uh, in that one. Can't let you go without asking you Zion question the contract with the, what's going on with the Pels and Zion. Uh, it's nothing but good news, Jimmy. You know, I think last time we talked, we were all wondering, is he going to play in the playoffs, right? And then, of course, the extension. What's going to happen there? Well, we've been hearing now for weeks that this is going to get a done deal pretty much as soon as the buzzer sounds. Expect one of the first tweets to come from Woj saying, the Pelicans and Zion have agreed to a rookie extension, and it's going to be for the max. The only thing I've got to question is, what are going to be the benchmarks, the stipulations that he's going to have to meet in order to earn that money? Because I'm guaranteeing you, the Pels aren't going to give him a flat-out, guaranteed, full max. And they're smartly, right, because he's missed a lot of time. He's injury-prone. And that's the route to go. And other teams have done it with other good star players like Joel Embiid. And there's Jaron Jackson with Memphis Grizzlies. Just signed a similar thing this past summer. So I expect it to get done, but he's going to have to play, right? He's going to have to play in order to earn that full money. No doubt. Uh, and man, great follow on Twitter. Uh, Ali Cosell, at the Bird Rights, at the Bird Rights on Twitter. Uh, follow him. Uh, also check out his stuff at the, thebirdrights.com, part of uh, SB Nation. Ali, thanks for pinch hitting, buddy. Appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, Jimmy. Thanks, bud. Take care. All right. I'm Jimmy Ott for Ali Cosell. This is Sports Betters Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Podcast Network.